Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some ways to mitigate the high cost of chlorine. As you know, inflation has really taken hold of the industry, and the price of all chlorine types has gone up across the board, especially trichlor, but the other types have also increased in price. So I'm going to go over some effective ways you can reduce the cost of operating your pool service business, or if you're a homeowner, the cost of the chlorine you're adding to your pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Also receive priority service, enhanced rebate programs, a discount on your general liability insurance through SPA, a discount on your pool riding software through Skimmer, and an opportunity to co-brand with Leslie's on your social media, website, truck, and more. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Leslie's Pro. So if you haven't been following the price of chlorine or maybe you're new to the industry or you just got a house, you had a pool finished off, it took a lot longer than you thought and now you're ready for next season or you bought a house with a pool and you have no idea how much it costs to operate a pool, well you might be in for a little bit of a shock because the price of chlorine in some cases has increased by 100% and I did say that right. Not 10% or 20% but over 100% in increase in cost. So to put it in perspective, if you go to the market and you're buying a gallon of milk and last year it was $2.50 and now it's $5, that's a 100% increase. Or you buy a car for $20,000 and the next year is $40,000 for that same car. That's what's happened in the industry and there's been some huge increases in the other types of chlorine types up to not 100% but up to levels that are unheard of in the industry and we haven't seen this type of inflation in prices since I've been doing pool service and that was start- I started in 1988 and I haven't seen this kind of increase ever over the course of doing the pools. So I'm going to go over some low-cost and effective ways of kind of mitigating or offsetting the cost of that chlorine. It's if, like, gas prices were, you know, right, right now in California, they're really high. But, you know, if they go up high across the country, you're going to think of some ideas of how to mitigate that price increase. Here in California, we're used to paying 460 480 a gallon of gas. So it's not a big deal. We kind of just accept it as a fact of life. And I guess there are some high-cost high ways you can offset that. You can get a Tesla or a, another electric car, and therefore you're not going to get gas anymore, so you save all that gas money. But then you bought a Tesla for, you know, what, 90000 or whatever. So it doesn't really offset the cost of the gas because you just paid for an electric vehicle that costs a fortune. Or if a cheaper electric car, you know, twenty, thirty thousand, you're still paying all that money to get off of fossil fuel. And like that in the pool industry, you can't really get off of chlorine without spending a lot of money on other alternates. The only alternate that's really effective is a saltwater generator, and that's going to run you anywhere from 1200 to 1800 installed for your size pool, maybe more if you have a larger pool. So it's kind of like buying a Tesla to get away with paying gas or higher gas prices. Not going to work effectively. And then you have ozone and UV, which aren't quite as expensive as a saltwater generator. However, those are secondary sanitizers. So you're going to still need chlorine of some type and you're going to maintain, you have to maintain a chlorine level in the pool. 
So the cost of those doesn't really offset the cost of chlorine dramatically because of their expense. The ways that you can do it effectively are using an enhancer. And I've gone over these on different podcasts, but I'm going to recap them here for you. Because I think it's important to realize that now that chlorine is so expensive, if you haven't been using enhancers on your pool route or in your personal pool, now is the time to use these enhancers because it will save you money. Before, it was more like a convenience factor. You can use less chlorine and save some money. It's not a big deal. The pools would look better because you wouldn't have algae in them. So there were some good side effects of using the enhancers. But I think now you want to use the enhancers for the sole purpose of saving money on chlorine. And if you have a pool route, you want to set up your customers on one of these three enhancers that I'm going to talk about here to save yourself some chemical costs. Now, before when you were trying to sell enhancers to the customers, the benefit was mainly for you and your service. And so a lot of customers would balk at it and be like, well, I don't need that. You know, it's going to save you money, not me. But now since the rates are going up every year on pool service, sometimes twice a year, I mean, it's not unheard of. I just thought of this the other day that it may not be a bad idea to have a special assessment for your customers. Now, they do this in HOA. If you, have, if you ever lived in an HOA complex and there was something that wasn't in the budget or they weren't running it correctly, let's say they need to replace the fences and they were short 20000 they would have every homeowner pay a portion of that, just a one-time payment, and then that would be fine. Then they would be fine and they'd replace the fence. So in the case of your pool service route, you may want to have some charges that you have you know, just for the customer at the beginning of the season. You may have these already. You may have like a conditioner or an algicide charge. You may want to double that. And you may want to just do a special assessment at the beginning of summer for chemicals. I mean, that's something that may have to happen since everything is so expensive. So you may have to just have everyone pay, you know, $50 in May at the beginning of the year to offset some of the cost of the chemicals. But you may just have to raise their rate. So that's one of the things that is happening now. And so before when you approach your customer saying, you know, this will save you money or this actually will save chemical uses on your pool, but now you're going to say this will actually save you money because now that I'm using less chemicals, I don't need to raise your rates as much or as often. So there is a benefit for the enhancers now that didn't exist before the 2021 increases. So I'm going to go over the three enhancers that I recommend, and these are not in any particular order, and it's a preference if you want to use one or the other. And some people like one of these enhancers over another. Some prefer one enhancer over another. So I'll start with borates, which is the one that I like to put in pools because it's easy and it's a one-time deal. And you want to get the borate level to 50 parts per million. Now, how do you check the borates? Well, you can use test strips, which is one way you can test them. It's fairly accurate. It's hard to see the color change in the test strips, I'll be honest with you. Or you can have the spin touch, which is a $1,000 tester. You may have one on your pool route. You may know someone with one of these that does pool service. So if you have a spin touch, it would be the 4330H disc. Again, that's the 4330H disc. And this has the borate level, and it's really accurate. Of course, you have to have the $1,000 tester, and you have to get the disc to do it. So it becomes kind of uneconomical to test for that. The Probably the best way to test for borates is mathematically. You would get the amount of gallons of your pool. Now, you can estimate this with different calculators, but you want to get the amount of gallons in your pool and then or liters in your pool, depending on what region of the world you're in. And then you would just use a simple calculation based on the pool size. The best one is the poolcalculator.com. If you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, probably at the middle of the page, right next to the where it says Arenda App Calculator. To the left of that is the poolcalculator.com link. Or you can go to www.poolcalculator.com and that'll take you to 
the calculator where you would put in the gallons at the beginning, at the top of the page, and then there's a borate section. And depending on what product you're using to add borates to your pool, I like boric acid. You can get the amount you would add to your pool to bring it to 50 parts per million by entering the numbers in this calculator online. It's very easy, and the reason why I said you can calculate the borate level mathematically because based on the amount of gallons you have and what borate product you're adding to the pool, it'll give you the amount of borates to add to your pool in pounds. So it's a great way to kind of get that mathematically without having a test strip or getting a spin disc because those are the only two ways currently that you can test for borates in the pool without using the calculator. No math on your part is necessary. You just input the numbers, the gallons of your pool. And I'll give you an example here. Let me pull up the app here and I'll uh, use the calculator here for you. So I've inputted the numbers. Let's say you have a 15,000 gallon pool and you go to the borate, which is the purple tab. And right now it's zero, your goal is 50. So type in 50 there. And then you're gonna see a type and then you're gonna hit the little arrow and it's borax, which is the 20 mule team borax. Then you have boric acid, and then you have tetraborate. And I use boric acid, so I click on that. And it's going to tell me I'm going to need to add uh, 36 pounds of boric acid. If my pool is 15,000 gallons, I bring it to 50 parts per million. Now your pool may be 14,500 or 15,500. That's okay. You're going to get within that range. As long as you have over 35 parts per million, I think you're going to see a real difference here. So what does the borates do to the pool that makes the chlorine last longer? Well, first, it's an algistat, which means that it's going to prevent algae from actually forming. So if the chlorine level gets low enough to where algae would normally grow, it's going to stop that from happening. And then it's also a pH buffer, which will keep the pH from going high and low in the pool. And this is a great way to make the chlorine last longer because the chlorine is somewhat more effective at a lower pH or more stable pH. And one buffer that you're familiar with is alkalinity. Cyanuric acid is also a buffer for the pH. So when the pH goes really high, the chlorine is a little less effective. And so the fact that the boys keep the pH in line will actually save you money with muriatic acid. You want to keep lowering it down or save you money with um, baking soda, not baking soda, soda ash. You don't have to keep raising it up. And it's a great way to keep the pH kind of within range there. But the main thing is that it's an algistat. So algae won't form in the pool. And algae is a big consumer of chlorine. And so when you get an algae outbreak, the chlorine usually zeroes out. And that's a problem because then you're going to add more chlorine to the pool. So the fact that the algae can't form because of the borates in there, and this makes the chlorine much more effective. I've done tests with borates in my pool. I've let the chlorine zero out. And I've let it go for over three weeks in the summertime. And after the third week, the water does start to get cloudy. And then the algistat ability of the borates kind of breaks down a little bit. And some algae may form. But three weeks of no chlorine in the summertime, it's pretty amazing that the pool would stay clear that long. And you can test it yourself, but I don't recommend it. My pools, I put it through a lot of different tests here. My wife doesn't like it. And I don't tell her that I, I did a zero chlorine test till after the fact. But basically, I know that boys are effective in preventing algae and making the pool work, making the chlorine much more effective. So that's the primary one. Boric acid, you can get it in 50-pound buckets or bags from dudadiesel.com. That's my main source. It gets delivered by FedEx to your house, and then you can drop it in the pool. You can also order pallets of it from different places. But if you're a homeowner looking to add borates to your pool, the boric acid from dudadiesel.com is probably the easiest way to get it delivered within a week if they have it in stock. Now, in the summer, they run out of them all the time, around of stock all the time. So you want to order it before the season, why they have stock of it, 
and you want to charge your pool with the Boreas anyway before the season. Now, one reason why I like Boreas, I mentioned that it's kind of a one-and-done deal. Once you add, what did I say I added here, uh, 36 pounds of it to this pool that I'm giving as an example. Once you add that to the pool, it's like cyanuric acid. It doesn't evaporate out of the pool or like salt. It stays in the pool. And so it's a one-time deal where you add this to the pool. And if you're going to charge your customers, let them know that it's a one-time thing. And then they may have to pay a small maintenance dose fee the following season, depending on how much water is diluted from the rain and refilling of the pool. But basically, I guess if you're looking at Southern California, we lose about 18 inches of water every year in the summer. And so to fill that up, I guess you would run your your pool fill line maybe for about three hours, two or three hours to fill that up. So that's how much water you're adding to the pool. Not a huge amount. And so that's going to dilute the borates down just a little bit. And you may have to add, you know, 10 pounds or five or 10 pounds the next season. I don't think you have to add 10, but five pounds or so the following season to recharge it. Now, if you get a lot of rain, like in Florida, it may dilute it even more. And you may have to charge it up with more of the boric acid. But in most circumstances, you're not going to be adding the whole 36 pounds again to the pool unless you drain the pool entirely. So it's kind of a one and done deal with a little maintenance dose to keep that dosage up there. Now, of course, then you get into the fact you can't retest it at that point with the mathematical formula, but you can retest it with test trips going forward at that point if you need to to make sure, but they're somewhat accurate. So again, it's not an exact science. So that's probably one of the drawbacks of the borates is that there's no way to get an accurate measurement without having the Lamont spin touch with that disc. And if you do pool service, I highly recommend getting the borate disc for the borates when you're adding it to the pool. And borates are perfectly safe. They're harmless to humans or mammals. And you have to drink, you know, if you listen to Bob Lowry's podcast on it, you have to drink a tremendous amount of the bore, the water with borates in it. And it's cumulative. So you have to drink it all the time and not have and not urinate and get it out of your system. So it's perfectly safe. They've done tests. And 50 parts per million seems to be the sweet spot. Like I said, if you're over 30, 33, 35 parts per million, it's gonna, you're going to see a pretty good effect. As long as you get over that 30 parts per million threshold, you're going to see a really good effect with the borates added to the pool. The next enhancer I'm going to talk to you about is using phosphates and enzymes. Now, you can use a combination of these two together in one product. You have two choices when it comes to these mixer blended formulas. You have the Arenda CV700, which is an enzyme and phosphate remover. Now, the Arenda phosphate remover is really strong. So I recommend that one because you don't need a lot of it in your pool and their enzymes also very strong. So the price point may not correlate with the natural chemistry pool perfect because of the dosage. The pool perfect is weaker in dosage and in strength. And so the Arenda stuff is stronger, but I recommend one of these two, the CV700 or the natural chemistry pool perfect, which is an enzyme and phosphate blend. What this does is kind of like a one-two punch where you have the enzymes that break down all the junk in the pool that would use up the chlorine. You see this in the scum line around the tile line in the pool. I like to just call it junk, but it's basically, you know, the oils or contaminants, non-living organics that are in the water. So like suntan lotion, whatever you put on or stuff that's in there, you know, dead leaves and bugs, all that stuff needs to be broken down. And the chlorine is used up in that case, in a lot of cases doing that. So the enzymes will break all that down for the chlorine which makes the chlorine free to do what it's supposed to do, which is, you know, sanitize the water and not break down these things or be used up by these things. And then the phosphate remover is something that's going to, you're going to add to the pool to prevent algae from forming. You know, the phosphate removers will remove any kind of phosphates or food for the algae in the pool, which is their main food source. There's other food sources in the pool, 
but if you can remove the phosphate, it's something that can really move the needle. I've done experiments, and the phosphate removers can't claim to be algicides because they're not EPA registered as that. But if you want to do a simple experiment, if you have a pool on your route, um, I use this. I did this experiment in a spa where there was an algae in the spa, and I poured the phosphate remover directly over the algae. And you'll notice that the algae disappears or is destroyed by the phosphate remover pretty quickly at that point. Now, it's not an algicide per se, but it will eliminate the algae in the pool, and it will prevent the algae in the pool. So using the phosphate remover and enzyme will make the chlorine last longer because the chlorine is going to be more effective in, in the fact that it's going to be used for the right purpose, not to break down the junk in the pool, and not to be eaten up by the microalgae or algae in the pool. I use the word eaten up, but used up, I should say, or, you know, a lot of the chlorine will be used, the algae will use up that chlorine because it's trying to fight it and fight even some bacteria that might be in the algae. So you want to make sure the chlorine is freed up and you can use less of it because of that fact. I know this is not scientific and probably they can explain it better over at Arenda, but I know that the enzyme and phosphate is something that's going to move the needle in your pool because it's been proven. I did one whole season on my pool route, which is enzymes and phosphate removers to see how effective it would be. And it's really effective. Now, if you want to pass on the cost of this to your customer, you can leave the bottle at the customer's account and charge them for the bottle. I think that's the best way to do it. You don't want to be absorbing the cost of this. So for the customer, you're going to sell them this at the beginning of the season. One bottle may last you most of the season. You may need to get another one halfway through. And then you just build them for the bottle, the phosphate, and enzyme remover. And you're going to be using less chlorine in those pools. You're going to have better looking water. And you're going to have no algae in those pools. So it's a great way to enhance the chlorine with the phosphate and enzyme remover. And then last, you have the mineral systems, which uses um, metal ions in the water to some degree. And they're chelated, which means they're bonded. And they're not going to drop out and stain the pool as long as the copper level is below 0.02 in the pool when you start. Now that's an important factor that a lot of these, the Pool RX, the Frog, and the Nature 2 mineral system all require that you have no metals in the pool to begin with. So how do you check for metals? Well, they have test strips for copper and iron, which are pretty accurate. If you have a photometer like the ColorQ 2X Pro 9, which is my favorite photometer, by the way, because it does copper and iron, um, along with the other factors out there. Or you have the spin touch, which does the uh, copper and iron with the disc. Or the ITS tester also does copper and iron, which is a great tester also. It's one of those underrated testers that you don't hear a lot about, but you can look it up there. On my website, there's a link to it. If you go to the swimmingpoollearning.com and the scrolling banner, you can click on that ITS tester, and it does copper and iron also. However you want to do it, you have to test for copper and iron. If you have a pool rod, I would definitely test for copper before you put a pool RX in there just to make sure it's not going to drop out. It's something they recommend. And if there is copper or metal in the pool, you want to do the later treatment first, which is the you know the little egg thing with the metal eliminator in there and maybe a sequestering agent along with that. It sounds complicated, but majority of pools are not going to have metals in the water to begin with, so don't worry about all that. That's just in case there is. So most pools aren't going to have the metal um, ions in the water anyway, and using a Polarex Frog or Nature 2 is a great way to enhance the chlorine in the pool. And you may know that copper is a great way to prevent algae, and it's an algicide basically. So these things are more algicides than they are the other products, and this will prevent algae from growing in the pool. And it'll enhance the chlorine because 
Again, the chlorine is being used up fighting algae in a lot of cases. And you're going to see your chlorine usage cut in half basically by using one of these um, these types of enhancers that have minerals in them. You know, the frog, the nature two, or the Polarex. You can use half the chlorine. And it's not an exaggeration. I've had pools with the Polarex in there where I wasn't holding chlorine week to week, and I had a hard time keeping it at three or five parts per million. So I put the Polarex in, I brought the chlorine level up, and the next week was like at six parts per million. It was even higher than normal because that, the Polarex is so effective. I like the Polarex because it's easy. You just put it in the skimmer basket or pump basket, and you're pretty much done for six months. So it's one of those easy things. The Nature 2 requires a little bit of insulation on the plumbing, Everything comes in the kit. You can just drill it in there. It's really easy. And the frog system also requires plumbing and new cartridges every season. And Nature 2 also requires a new cartridge every season also. So all of these require a cartridge replacement of some type or with the Pool RX, a whole new unit every season. So that's the only drawback with these is that it's not a one-and-done deal. It's something you have to put in every six months. And I should mention with the phosphate and enzymes, you should be adding those every week to the pool. I don't think I mentioned that. So that's also not a one and done thing like the borate. So with the phosphate and enzyme, every time you visit that pool, or if you're a homeowner, you just add that in every week to your pool in the dose recommended for your pool size. And again, the borates, you just add once and you're pretty much done with it. So I prefer that because it's easier, but I have had great success with the Nature 2 and with the Polar X in pools, and it does really move the needle. I have a Nature 2 in my pool. I'm experimenting with it, and I really like it. I think it does a great job of making the chlorine last a lot longer, and I have borates in my pool water. And I think that brings up another question is, you know, if you have a Polar X and you're using phosphate and enzymes and you have borates in the pool, do you need, you know, should you put all three of those in? And my answer is, I don't think you need all three of them. Pick one that you like and stick with it. There's no need to triple up on it. You know, you would have, it's, there's no, nothing wrong with it. You're just wasting resources and money. And the whole object is to save money. So it's overkill. You don't need to do that, have all three of them. Just pick one that you like and use it. I think the phosphate and enzymes is really easy to do as a homeowner and as a pool pro just to put a little bit in each week. And the Pool RX or the Borates would be a great thing to sell at the beginning of the season to do that. And so this will help you save money on chlorine usage because you're going to cut your chlorine usage sometimes even in half. And so if you're using, you know, tablets and you figure you can use half of those, that takes that 100% price increase and drops it in half. Or liquid chlorine that's gone up about 20%, you're using half the amount, then that will definitely also move the needle and bring it back down. And so it's going to mitigate the cost for you you know, out in your pool route. And as a homeowner, it's going to help you save money with the chlorine cost being so high. And again, the alternative to that is getting a Tesla, so to speak, and getting a saltwater generator installed. You can go that route also. And you may also want to continue using an enhancer of some type. I would highly recommend the borate enhancer because again, that'll lower the or keep the pH from going too high in the pool. With a saltwater generator, you're going to find the borates are highly effective in keeping the pH down. Because one of the side effects of the saltwater generator is raising the pH in the pool. So any of these enhancers will help you. It'll help reduce the cost on your pool route, help reduce the cost for your personal pool. And I highly recommend them now because no longer are they an add-on. They're actually something that's going to save you money with your pool care. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded on Borates, PoolRx, or the Enzymes, you go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and on the banner, click on that podcast icon i bring you to a menu where I have other podcasts that I've talked about these enhancers. This is a popular subject here. 
and you should be able to find another podcast easily on these by typing in a keyword like borate or poolrx or enzymes, and I'll bring up that podcast I recorded on that subject. If you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. I get a lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer.com backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app